0: Nonsense.
1: The Golden God!
0: And he dragged you two into this nonsense? I volunteered. This is another episode of the World's Greatest Podcast. I am your host, Charlie Reifenberger. And this is my co-host, John Andrew Miller. And this is Golden Nonsense. Golden Nonsense. Today we have a very highly esteemed guest. Super highly esteemed. Some of you know him as Mikos. Some of you know him as Memphis Beach. He is a firearms instructor. He is a podcaster. Welcome, sir.
2: <laughs> I love the applause. Thanks a bunch, guys. Great to have oh, uh, man, the crowd great to be lo- on here. The crowd loves you, bro. The crowd so loves y- you. The adoring fans.
0: <laughs> your your illustrious podcast, of course. E D C. Which is everyday conversations. Everyday,
3: yeah. Yeah. I just heard about it. I just heard about it.
0: It's a play off of the uh, the term everyday carry. I assume, right? EDC is everyday carry. Oh, I didn't know that. Or if you're or if you're into techno music, it stands for EDM. Electric Daisy Carnival, which is oh one (laughs) of the biggest festivals (laughs) in the world is EDC Vegas or or EDC Orlando. I didn't know that. that. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. You we're did, talking about... You did you did
3: some research on EDC. A
0: wonderful... Well, no, I mean, I'm you just already, You already knew? I'm just one of those stupid kids that likes uh, rave music, oh you know? Oh, God. <laughs> melt, but no, EDC brain. is uh, a show for people who are interested in, in learning more about shooting and also instructors, right? It's mostly... Um, most, of you, most of your uh, guests are, are themselves instructors, correct?
2: Yeah. Either highly skilled instructors are highly skilled shooters Mm -hmm. and you know they're they're names that your average everyday concealed carrier probably wouldn't know yeah so it's an opportunity for me to share these guys with that audience
4: yeah how
3: do you how do you how do you uh filter the the regular skills from the highly skilled is it like through accolades through like like past work experience what's the
2: what's the filter that you use to get them on your show at the very least yeah well Everybody I have on the show, yeah. I've met him or I've been exposed to their work in some uh, some way, shape, or form. Okay. And, you know. Because, um, you know, I'm a shooter too, bro.
3: Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, can, I can, you know, from the, the three point line. You know yeah. You saying? Like, <laughs> okay. A, be- a beautiful woman, I can, you know I'm so saying? I can knock shoot it down. Shoot your shot. I can okay. shoot my shot. I can knock it down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I can. I'm a shooter in many regards. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm shooter McGavin out here, bro. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I just can... want—I just want to know if you, if you have non non pistol shooters <laughs> on your on your show anytime, I would gladly.
2: You know what? <laughs> there might be space. <laughs> well, well,
3: well, let me let me bring this up
0: because you know I've listened to several episodes of the show i like it um well that's
3: mismatched because you said you haven't listened to one episode of our show you're gonna have
2: to i I feel so bad listen to this one i have to
3: put you out bro but uh (laughs) this is golden (laughs) nonsense okay
2: yeah (laughs) i'll tell you um
0: i'll tell you one one thing that is interesting to me about your show is that one thing that comes up you'd think it'd be more technical that be about you know yeah guns and blah 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 it's a lot of psychology yeah. you guys talk about psychology a lot and yeah. it, you know it's it's uh an interesting thing about um yeah i guess it's necessary if you're going to be a, f- a shooting coach yeah that you got to be able to understand people you know i guess so th- their mental state and I where they're coming so. from and, and um you know it, it's it's like i i i, I listen to that and i listen to you guys talk about this shit i'm like man i wish my coaches in like
3: Baseball had yeah. had this much,
0: you know, Insight. training and and thought towards I mean, like yeah,
3: but your baseball coach is typically a dude in his thirties. He's like us right now. <laughs> He's yeah. a douchebag. You know He's just yeah. fucking just a r- <laughs> random dude just trying to get pussy. I loved my baseball <laughs> you know coach, but
0: he was he was more of a psycho than like, he, he like yes. he couldn't have taught us anything about psychology. <laughs> he was nuts. Yeah,
2: I know you guys are talking about baseball coaches, but you're describing a lot of firearms instructors right now. Yeah, Still? are nuts. Like, yeah, so, <laughs> like as far as you know, <laughs> like your baseline. Like not the really the type of guys that I would have on the show. Yeah. But we're talking about, you know, the skill that someone would have as an instructor. Like, um, you could tell, okay, you have these guys that are up here, right? Yeah. The higher level guys that are willing to, you know, uh see where you are and meet you there. Um, yeah. and then you have the other guys where, you know, they're just trying to hook up with somebody or they're just trying yeah. to, you know, some some, you know, just trying some to look divorced, cool. Yeah, some divorced dude in his thirties or you know, something <laughs> like that. Hey, um, look.
3: I, I've seen it all I've seen all kinds of shooters
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: hey whatever strategy works for you you know, you whatever, know whatever pathway so um, gets you laid that's my the, opinion does
3: the does the efficacy like the 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 potency of the coach's instruction do you think uh hinges upon his his understanding of general human psychology or he he needs to have lived some life how do you Mikos? I'm 41. You're 41. All right. Yeah. So you got a decade on me. Okay. Right. So I'm 31. Charlie's 32. Right. 32. Yeah. Right. So uh, like, do you think you need to have a certain amount of lived experience to be a great firearm instructor? Or if I'm like a, like just an amazing prodigy at shooting, like I am in other fields. Yes. Right. Yeah. Should I, should I be allowed to be a firearm instructor without the, the, the corresponding life experience? What do you think?
2: Well, the age helps, but it's not required. It's not like required. some of yeah. some of the some of the brightest minds we got in the industry right now are a little bit younger. You okay. know, I'm working I'm working alongside a guy right now. His name's Tyler Tharp, and yeah. you know he's a little bit younger. He's about you know he's y'all's age. Yeah, but you know, uh, just from the the amount of instruction that he's been exposed to, the coaching that he's received, mm-hmm. like yeah. he's one of our one of our our youngest and brightest. So, so so when you teach
0: people. Um, I know you do just, like, sort of the basics. What What is, like, the whole range of what, of what of what you're teaching people?
2: Yeah. So we we try to start them out with a culture of safety. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we don't want you – we don't just want you to be safe to be around. We want to make sure that you're not being unsafe to be around. So mm-hmm. not stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't do
3: dumb Don't stuff. do dumb don't shit. Don't do dumb garbage. Yeah. yeah don't exactly. Don't do dumb stuff. Right. And then
2: from there, you know, it's uh, it's probably best for you to know how these things work yeah so you know we'll show you how to load it show you how to unload it uh show you how to fix malfunctions right and then you know we'll take you out to the range and you'll shoot a little bit
3: so what's the range of uh, firearms that you are um
2: like allowed to teach uh so i'm qualified i'm certified i uh, feel comfortable teaching handguns shotguns uh Air 15 platter uh pattern rifles mm-hmm. um that's generally there's there's more out there too right right yeah, like there's you know like uh like one of my mentors, uh, Will Dugan, uh, he's really, really good with 1911s and revolvers. Yeah. Okay. Um, along with just you know your regular run of the mill other stuff. Yeah. He, uh, so, uh, so I, this
3: is interesting to me because yeah, I would think that like um, like competency with the general um, the general like a niche or vertical of of a firearm, like if you're if you're competent with pistols handguns right and you're competent enough to teach it right when you have like base proficiency if not like higher level proficiency in all handguns so it's like your buddy that's a, a specialist with revolvers and nine-elevens, like what what makes him better with that than any other pistol because like, if i took if i took his specialties away and gave him a What's the worst pistol ever? A um, um, Not a Taurus. It's, it's the one uh, the, the Like a high point? The or, or, high point. You know, there you go. Like right, right, right. So give them a high point uh, with uh, uh, a malfunction. My, dad, my dad wants to buy me a, ca-
0: a high point. He wants me to get that, uh, that, that carbine. Have okay. you ever shot one of those? The carbines are excellent. Yeah, the high point carbines are yeah. good guns. The carbine's yeah, I think excellent. I'm going to buy a high point. Uh, are you? Yeah. Just to prove them wrong? Well, no, no. <laughs> Everybody says the carbines are really good. Yeah, it's, the it, carbines it, are the, phenomenal. The, um, the pistols are just like... I guess they're just heavy as shit is the main complaint that people yeah. have about them, and they're, they're uh, not
2: super well-made, but... Yeah, the metallurgy is not great. Yeah. Like, it's made of pot metal, uh-huh. and... Oh, wow. You know, like, like let's compare it to a Glock, right? A Glock's going to run you about 500, 550. Yeah. You could pour it in sand, and it'll run forever. Yeah. Uh, you could drop it off the Empire State Building, and it won't fire unless you press the trigger. Like, there's a billion... All you got to do is look on YouTube and enter Google, like... uh. Glock torture test, and there's a million videos, right?
3: And is it, and, 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 and you're saying it's the the, but yeah, that, was, that's that's the durability and the 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 you know the the the, the overall craftsmanship of the weapon, right? Yeah. yeah, like your boy who's good with pistols, yeah. right? The nine eleven or the revolver, you give him a shitty gun like a high point pistol, right? Is his competency as good as mine, relatively? In my other shooting endeavors,
2: you can give him a high point. <laughs> you can give him a Taurus. You can give him a slingshot, right? And he's still going to be by far. One he's of the highly most proficient. proficient. He's nasty. Yeah, he's absolutely lethal within thirty he's the, yards. The, he's the nastiest.
3: With just about okay. anything you can give him.
0: <laughs> uh, what
3: was the, what was that thing we were saying earlier in the in the in the in the life of our show? It was uh, oh, it was, uh, it was it was uh, it was accuracy is um it's like one of the three things you need it to was be a man. Precision,
0: yeah, precision, intensity,
3: and in accuracy because it's like well it was really we were talking about what it takes to be really
0: good at drumming because there, oh. there was well, our buddies in a band called Sunweight. oh yeah shout out nathan yeah. oh yeah and it, it, that was nathan's that was first episode wasn't their it? drummer yeah. was nasty and, and would you uh, need rhythm you need yeah you need rhythm but but that's um that's to me that's uh i think that's part of the precision right if you're hitting it at the exact oh. point on the on the beat where where it needs to be hitting and they, precision, but also accuracy. just like hitting them, like smacking them. Intensity. There was a third. I forget. There, there was a third element that we thought was
3: was necessary, and was we thought
0: an that sort of applied more generally to to more the, than just playing. Yeah, drums. Yeah, it
3: was it was to being cool. It was the was it the anatomy yeah, of cool? I think it was um, intensity,
0: precision.
3: But anyway, and yeah, stamina. Was, I think I think it was, it was stamina.
0: Yeah, was the was the third uh, thing. endurance, right? Yeah, right. Endurance. You can't yeah, you endurance. quit. You can't yeah. quit.
3: But like that's the that's the hallmark of being a good a good. Um, not a firearm instructor, right? Because there's multiple aspects of it, right? But the primary aspect of it is you have to be an above-average, if not expert, marksman, right?
2: I mean, it's going to be hard for you to teach it if you can't do it. Yeah, it really is. I I, so. I know,
3: I know, I know. But like, yeah. like, what's, so what's I, I got a question. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it's it's um, obviously target shooting accuracy. That's part of it, but there's um, and, and that could in in you teach, like, every kind of firearm? Like, do you, you teach competition shooting? And Yes. For, okay, okay. Yeah. Competition shooting, and that's just target practice at different distances with different kinds of guns. I
2: wouldn't call it target practice. Okay. Like, so a lot of our competition is what you would call action pistol sports action pistol sports where you're running and you're shooting and you're moving and you're engaging multiple different targets. That's fucking awesome. So, ah, the, like the a John lot Wick of, shit, the, the John Wick, the John Wick shit. As a matter of fact, yeah. you guys bring that up, right? Yeah. Like John Wick, he actually, he was trained by Taron Butler, who is yeah. like one of the most tactical. winningest competitive shooters, you know, in history nice right? and and then also like a lot of the action sequences that he has in the john wick series yeah mm-hmm. like those are based on three gun stages they're really? based on competitive shooting stages wow so three so, stages define that please so three gun is where it's a competition where in most of your stages of fire you're utilizing three different platforms okay uh pistols rifles and shotguns okay mm-hmm. and so like notice how uh, if you could take back to take yourself back to the catacomb scene and john mm-hmm. wick Two, okay where right. you know he has different weapons staged in different uh and different, you know, parts of the catacombs.
3: Right, 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 right. Yeah. Now
2: you compare that to a three gun stage, where you Guys, start I, off. I, I with have to
0: confess, I have not seen John Wick two. Any of them? You I haven't seen both, any of them. I of swear to God, I, dude. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I I apologize. i <laughs> will going go ama- watch those movies. Amazing. but I have seen the shooting. I've seen clips. I've seen the shooting scenes. Yeah, I, okay. but um,
3: the, yeah, the catacomb scenes is the one over the top, and then it switches to uh like third person
2: every now and then, but. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. So you yeah. you Fuck do you, you do that kind of shooting? Yeah, yeah. You do the three yeah. gun competitions. I don't do three gun. Yeah, because it's just super expensive. Yeah, but I do a whole lot of USPSA and IDPA. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay, okay.
3: You're using acronyms now that people don't yeah. know. Okay, <laughs> so, so what was the first both, one you said?
2: Both, uh, USPSA, the United States Practical Shooting Association. And then the okay. other one is what? Uh, IDPA, which is the International Defensive. Pistol Association. Okay, all and right. But those, it, pistol. Just knowing what the names mean, though, it yeah. doesn't really give you a whole lot of context. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, give us some context. Uh, give us some context. So a lot of the context is you're going to be running, and you're going to be shooting. Okay. And sometimes you're going to be running while you're shooting. Okay. And then sometimes you're going to be shooting and then running. So okay. So it's a lot of running and shooting. Yeah. But
3: but <laughs> each individual league prioritizes. Other things, different things. Yeah, look at all these people so, here. God damn it! Uh, your two major factors. in yeah. and, uh-huh. and these special sports are going to uh, be accuracy. And look, time. I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna have to dip away for one moment. Yeah. Okay. Like, right it's gotta Jonathan. feed the hyenas. Yeah. Do you see them? Right on. See this group. group. <laughs> look up. at
0: these. Look at these ferocious hyenas. <laughs> they want to get a good spot on the list. Right. That's so that's they, why yeah. they're, they fight each other. Th- they're all vying for for dominance over one another. It's all, all good.
2: You got to you got a job to do. It's a pecking
3: order. Look at this. Wait. The moment it hits, I gotta get up there and drop it on them. Right on, right on. <laughs> Look, John. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's uh it it's it's
0: one of the things about um, comedy is like it's just it's it's getting good stage time is 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 hard. It's yeah. hard to it's hard to find you know a good show where you can perform regularly and pr- and practice stuff. So it's um you know when you have a good show like this, people just they they come out and they they want to they want to get in line early so they can get a good spot. Yeah. In the in the heart of the lineup where there's gonna be a, an audience hanging out because towards the end of the show it starts to dwindle a little bit. But
2: well yeah, it makes sense, you yeah. know. It's the middle of the week. But
0: I'm I get special treatment, so <laughs> <laughs> I get to be wherever I want on the list every time. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> um but yeah, so um that's that's sort of what we're talking about is kind of what I was curious about because, you know, I listen to you guys talk about a lot of the competition, but I don't know exactly what kind of competitions we're, we're talking about a lot of times when you're when you're having these conversations. Yeah. So um, is some of it like um, pulling the gun out? Is that is yeah. that part
2: of the the program? Yeah. Um, yeah. The gun starts from the holster. Right. And, you know, uh, it really makes sense because, well, if you're going to be carrying it around town, then you can't just have it in your hand or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Is there different points for the position of the holster, like crotch or hip
3: or like back, small of back or something like that? Like what is there?
2: Yeah, generally it's going to be either on your strong side hip or it's going to be up front, and we call that appendix. Appendix. Appendix Appendix carry.
0: That's the inside waistband version.
2: So and and most of these competitions, you're going to be outside the waistband. You're outside, uh, yeah. but there are rules to allow inside the waistband. Yeah, uh, the vast majority. I feel like of it would slow competi-
0: you down, probably. Honestly, it would. But yeah.
2: the vast majority of our guys, they're really only shooting just to get better with the gun that they carry every day. Right. Yeah. And so it's not for those guys. It's not really so much about the score or winning or anything. Uh-huh. It's really about just improving your own form. Right. And uh, we use the term competitive shooting very loosely yes yeah. the the upper echelons they are getting ready for national championships and regional championships, but the vast majority of us we just enjoy the game, yeah you know we a lot of us shoot because we suck at tennis <laughs> <laughs> so you, yeah. you know it's just it's just a funner game for us, and it just so happens that you know some of these skills just might save the lives of ourselves or our yeah. families, yeah so
3: it just so happens that I'm, so deadly with I'm also deadly I'm also nasty. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, like a lot of
2: the people i know <laughs> seriously like there might be a cable guy or there might be a plumber or something yeah but they're absolutely fucking lethal inside of 30 yards <laughs> luckily i studied the blade yeah it's kind of like
0: <laughs> like uh two episodes we we're talking we we're talking about these these dudes that are just like killers like jujitsu fe- f- fellas yeah. you know and it's just like it's just like you you would never guess it right like just these unassuming dudes that are that are killers but like yeah, yeah. it's the same thing with with guys carrying a weapon that know how to use it really well and it's like yeah that's that's who you you don't want to fuck with that guy it's right. absolutely yeah. amazing because yeah. you
2: know some of these guys like if they can see it they can shoot it yeah like if they can see it you know it doesn't even matter how far it is like i'm staring at a family dollar right now right uh that front door it looks like it's about 35 40 yards that's that's well within that's hittable that's hittable for not just me but a lot of our like even a c-class shooter yeah A class, and that's the lowest, like that's
3: the lowest ranked.
2: Well, the lowest is D class, and then below that, there's just unclassified, yeah, untrained, untested, whatever, right? But even for our lowest guys, like you know, like that right there is very hittable, so
3: yeah, I don't know. (laughs) So
2: it's it's, uh, that's not really the mind, the mentality that we really deal with here, you know. Uh, a lot of it is just kind of pushing your own limits and seeing how well you can do, it's the same thing as you know. Uh, as if going to the stand-up gym, comedy.
3: Or, right? It's like stand-up comedy. That makes sense. I mean, most that makes Most endeavors in this world are are incremental, and, and you have to push yourself to get, yeah. get to the upper And you're of al- it. you're always yeah. just only comparing yourself to yourself, right? It's it's, it's only the it, yeah, it's only the bastards who started when they were five years old who are the fucking legendary <laughs> pros. Anyway. Yeah, the super the super nasties. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like that's the that's the crazy part about it because <laughs> if you're not, that's that's like I mean, you're 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 a golf aficionado, right, yeah. Charlie? Like. Like I, I like golf as the idea of a sport, but like uh, I'm not as into it as someone who's, who's who did it when when you start. Oh, I mean, I didn't start very early. I
0: started after college. All I, right, the twenty something. I was like twenty. Yeah. See, oh. there you go. So when I've been f-
3: playing for twelve years. When, when you start shooting, eighteen when I joined the Marine Corps. When yeah. you joined the Marine Corps, see so there, you feel what I'm saying yeah. like like. There's there's people out here who've been doing that who've been shooting since they've been five years old. Yeah, since literally, heard, you yeah, know, yeah, and they're, and yeah. they're fucking nasty. Yeah. You know who yeah. have no idea who they are, what their name is. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, a buddy of mine, there's he used to d- hunt deer outside d- of his bedroom when he was six. Yeah, that's how it was. He's a fucking John Daly
3: so, yeah. of killing of killing uh, livestock. Well, not livestock, but <laughs> wild animals. Uh, as a child. Yeah that's bananas yeah, yeah i want to
0: I'm, I'm trying to start hunting that's that's my next endeavor in life i got a i i went i went hunting yes on you should, saturday tell me i went uh how was it small games hunting didn't didn't shoot anything um but it was nice i was walking yeah. in the woods it's beautiful um but my but you know i don't know how i'm gonna make this happen i don't know how i'm gonna get into deer hunting because i don't ha- have any friends who are real big deer hunters but I want to get a I want to get a rifle. I want to get a um You can get with Jack. He's done it before. Yeah, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, that might be that might be somebody to talk to about it. But um Can I give you some advice? Where can I practice? Where can I practice shooting a a, a deer rifle?
2: Yeah, so any most of the gun ranges here in the city, yeah, are are going to be able to to let you shoot anything up to 308. Yeah, okay. Um up to 25 yards. Okay. And yeah. you know uh, those are public ranges. You could just walk right in. You don't have to be a member. Yeah, you could pay some cash for a lane, and they'll let you shoot for about an hour or so. Yeah, that's so.
0: that's the type of place. I, I think. I guess. I guess they would let me do it at my my usual spot that I go to. Yeah. It would be fine. Yeah. I mean, dude, if people yeah. are,
3: if people are shooting many guns in in, in, in America yeah, ranges. <laughs> it's not far enough.
0: I'm trying to learn how to fucking snipe a deer uh, at a hundred yards away. Well yeah. if
3: you can't do it at twenty five, what do you what use are you? No,
0: I can do it at twenty five. I already sure? know I can do it at twenty five. Are you sure? Yes, dude I can I can iron sights. I can hit a target with my nine millimeter twenty five yards away. Easy. Easy? Yes. Are you that good? Yeah. I'm y- you good? You gotta hit a dinner plate. That's what you gotta shoot to hit, kill a deer. And I can do that. Was that that's the shelter, right?
2: That's a good metric. A deer a dinner plate. Yeah, dinner because, plate. Because, you know, as it's, it's almost kind of the same thing on human beings. Yeah. Like for, you know, violent violent criminals. Yeah. Yeah, you kinda want to hit a dinner plate that's centered around their chest. Okay. It's just on deer, it's a little different.
0: Yeah, it's it's behind their, their front leg.
2: I suppose. Yeah. I'm not too much of a hunter, but you know, I know a couple.
0: Well, I had to take the I had to take the hunting classes. In order to be able to allowed to go hunting, yeah, you don't want to just
3: go and start shooting the legs off deer. It, <laughs> was, <laughs> <laughs> it was like got one, that <laughs> one. Well, yeah, no, you,
0: you, it, it's, it was kind of good. I mean, it was good. It was informative, and uh, part of the information was like, um, you know, here, here's what's legal, and then here's what's considered good sportsmanship as a as a hunter. Yeah, which is like, you know. You only want to take a
3: clean shot. Right. If you don't have a clean shot, then just don't take the shot. Um. That's part of the that's part of the sportsman like attitude, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if you're just hunting to hunt, you take any shot. Right?
0: Yeah. Well, I, that's what I. I mean, I had a I had a shot on this on this squirrel that was in a tree, uh, the other day.
3: All this lead up for a squirrel. And I was all yeah. <laughs> and I was
0: like I was like I I should shoot him. Uh, he was in a hole, and I knew he was in there, but I couldn't really see him. And I was like, well, I guess I could shoot him in the hole. Yeah but then i was like no that's not cool don't yeah, that's don't not fucking, responsible don't do yeah. that um and then and and i had this moment i was like i was like yeah you know it's like if i was starving out here you best believe i'm shooting that fucking squirrel oh yeah and yeah. i'm climbing up that tree and i'm digging him out of there but that's sort of what you know yeah. that's what that's what we we are afforded as the supreme beings of this of this planet the the superior species is yes we don't have to uh you know we can we can have a good sportsmanship in have, in the we woods we can have game yeah with the game, yeah. yeah,
2: and you got away today from squirrel. the world. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fat, bushy-tail motherfucker too. Mm-hmm. I wanted to eat him. <laughs> well, just you know, just listen to where your mind is at. Yeah, um, that's extremely responsible. Yeah, uh, so you know, that's 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 a very that's a very responsible sportsman mentality. Yeah, so I, n- I know I know you
3: I'm, do it. I'm sorry because uh, yeah, I don't know if this was asked earlier while I was uh, gone for a second, but um, I know. You know, once a marine, always a marine. That's right. So you joined at eighteen. Yeah. When did you uh, leave active service of the Marines?
2: Yeah, I uh, I left in uh two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah. So
3: what, I don't have any context. How many years is that? Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Wow. Yeah. So you're a,
2: going on fifteen. So career.
3: It was, so you're a career. Uh, a career uh, marine.
2: No, I uh, only stayed for nine years. Um so I was only in for 9 years.
3: You're only in for 9 years.
2: Yeah, I uh I just let's just be real here, okay? Like uh military life is is pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. It it takes a lot of personal sacrifice. And you know, I I didn't want I was Man, that's hard to explain. I really didn't want to I felt like I did everything I I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I I saw the world. I I was proficient at my job. You know, I was helicopter electrician. Okay. And okay. I basically did everything that, you know, I learned everything I wanted to learn about the aircraft. Um, I saw 10 different countries. It was pretty amazing. I had a great time. But I was at the point where physically, it was just harder and harder for me to catch up, to, to keep up. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, at some point, like the age of 27, when I got out, like that's that's old. Yeah. That's old for Marines. It was yeah. harder for me to run. I just... I was like, you know what? Sometimes you know when you're done, and I was that's done. Good. I, I mean, was ready to get out and yeah. do my own thing. Hang it up. Okay, well, hang yeah.
0: it up when it's time to hang it up. There's nothing, nothing
2: wrong with that. So has
3: has been an um, uh, uh, firearm instructor been your gig this whole time? Since you no, said? it has not.
2: Like for the last 13 years, um, I've been an IT guy.
3: Oh, IT guy. Okay. Yeah,
2: I, I do IT, um, and uh, uh, that's really been paying the bills. Uh, what yeah. I do is a firearms instructor. Uh, there's very little of that that actually, you know, uh, that's actually lucrative, a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, it's really? not going to, I'm not really doing a whole lot to actually pay the bills on that front. Yeah. Uh, a lot of what no, I do is volunteer work. Really? Oh, okay. cool. So, you know, you um, well, that's good. I so, mean,
0: shit, people need to know how to do, do that stuff safely. So, I mean, that's pretty admirable. Um, yeah. I want to know, so wh- where's the coolest place you went when you were in the, in the service?
2: <sighs> cool. Let's see. Cool, cool, cool. Where's the Dude, worst we place you c- went? Where's the shittiest place you went? Oh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, <laughs> that was
0: absolute. <laughs> yeah. cesspool. Number one. Where we in Afghanistan.
2: Uh, so we were stationed up in the mountains. Up in the mountains. You know, as a helicopter squadron, we saw every corner of that of that country. Yeah. And you know, it all like geographically it's very diverse. A yeah. lot of people think Afghanistan is just a desert, and it's yeah. not. Doesn't Like you get up in the mountains, and it's snowy, and then you yeah. get to like where the mountains meet the plains, and there's mm-hmm. there's green. Yeah. And, you know, when you get down a little bit closer to, like, Pakistan or, you know, uh, further to, like, closer to, like, you know, the other corners, like, it's yeah, just, Iran and- you know, you, there are some deserts there. Yeah. So, you know, it's just as diverse as any other country. Yeah,
0: I've seen I've seen mountain shots of Afghanistan that look beautiful. Yeah. Just, but,
2: uh, but it's just, you know. But
3: it was shitty because of the...
2: Yeah, Because people kept trying to kill us, yeah, right, right. So that's right. really the big thing that really <laughs> kind of spoiled that vacation for us, you know. Yeah, due to the AK 47s <laughs> ha- coming out of nowhere, yeah, and like border attacks every you know, every couple months, and yeah. you know, oh man, you have stuff like that going on. So, uh, you, you got so,
3: so, you joined the year 2000, you went to 2009, yeah. Oh, dang, you joined before 9 11. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: I was Eight? in before 9 11, I went in just for college money, right, and then 9 11 <laughs> changed. All of that. Oh right. God! So <laughs> now, you're, now you're in a war, <laughs> yeah, for freedom. It's like let's go kill these motherfuckers. Yeah. you know, right. let's yeah. go get them. Yeah. that was. And so that was, you know, Afghanistan. It wasn't really cool, but I'm glad I had the opportunity to to contribute. Sure. So yeah. Now the coolest place was Sicily. 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 Yeah, oh, yeah, we had a port call in Sicily. We stayed there for four days. And um, so oh, you, you know what? What'd you do there? As a matter of fact, I take that back. Got the coolest pussy? place. The, <laughs> the coolest place was Dubai. <laughs> oh yeah, Dubai. So
3: we were in Afghanistan. Was this and pre-developed Dubai? Was it pre? Oh, it was. Mega, it was. Mega, mega it was
2: getting there. Pretty mega. developed. It was getting there. Two thousand four. Dubai was yeah. getting there. It's not. You know, this was before. When did like, they build that Burj Khalifa? When
0: was that? That, that was more recent, right? That yeah, wasn't. I don't think it was there when we. Yeah, got I don't there. think it was there either. Yeah.
2: But that was. It was still some crazy stuff going on. Like there was a. There was a five-story mall, the Mall of the Emirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have an indoor ski slope. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I checked that out. <laughs> we saw 300. In, oh yeah, in Dubai. Oh hell yeah, and that was surreal. You know, because <laughs> Dude, there like, these, we these, are.
0: Right, I saw that shit in theater. Y'all are these people?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so we didn't care. Like Y'all we were up Persians? in there for like kill those motherfuckers Fuck these Persians, <laughs> <laughs> kill them all. <laughs> and they're sitting around watching their countrymen getting slaughtered. Well, is stor- Dubai is
0: uh <laughs> Dubai would be like they're Arab, right? So that's yeah. that's different than Persian, kind of. Right. Well, yeah, I, the Persians
3: are the Iranians or the Iraqis, right?
0: Yeah, the Iranians are Persian. So, but still, I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's part of
3: that empire, the Persian Empire.
0: I don't
2: think they would have made a distinction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, especially back in that time frame. <laughs> yeah, you know. Xerxes would have ruled over that whole, yeah, that whole region. I don't so, think I Greek mean, people
0: were that white either. No, absolutely <laughs> I not. I don't think they looked like that. <laughs> well, what, I think Greek? they were short, uh, you know, stocky, olive-skinned fellas. Were they? Yeah, the Greeks yeah. of the time. Like ethnic
2: Greeks. Yeah. yeah, I
0: don't think they were. I don't. I don't like know if they then, looked exactly like current-day Greeks, but right I, I don't think they were <laughs> tall Hollywood white people. it was that? We are the Spartans <laughs> with a Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what was who had the who had the stand-up joke about how uh every, everybody's british in history yes oh Wh- my whose God. joke is that i don't and know who it is but oh man it's so funny he was doing he was doing like a a, a, a a mexican gangbanger in the future when they were like making like the <laughs> historical account of what was happening in, yeah. in east la and he, and he was doing a british accent he was like don't you know every historical person just speaks with a british accent don't you guys watch movies <laughs> <laughs> Genghis Khan. Hello. <laughs> These are my
3: streets. I've been running. They're all, they're all. What's what's his name? I've been J- running for the cartel for a hundred years now. They're all Jason Statham. Yeah, they're all Jason <laughs> Statham. That's silly. I told
0: you, don't be wearing them Dodgers caps in here.
3: So, so Miko, what's the? Uh, you, you, have you had any like? Um, you said high profile shooters right on your show on EDC, right? Yeah. But uh any anybody that would
2: stand out to the average uh layman? It's weird because Arnold Schwarzenegger, there ain't a whole lot of like <laughs> average like All right, so let me I know this is going to sound crazy, but I'm going to throw some numbers out there. Okay. Yeah. So right now our best estimates are anywhere from 120 to 140 a uh, million gun owners out there in America right now. Yeah. That's our best estimates, mainly because a lot of those guys aren't going to submit to like a poll or a survey or anything like sure. that. So the actual number is going to be much higher. Right. Um, Of those guys, like 140 million on the high end, right? Really only about 40 to 60,000 uh, gun owners actually compete in, you know, sure. any kind of action pistol sport. So I can throw names out there like tiny sport, right? like uh, it's super tiny. It's super tiny. Like you compare that to something like chess, right? How many Mm -hmm. people do you know play chess?
3: Well, chess is a worldwide sport. I play it is something
2: like 700 million people play chess. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah, but you know, there's not a whole lot of people that you probably know that are really kind of all about chess, you know, like they're not sitting up late at night reading books or, you know, no, but
0: I go through phases. Yeah. I'm a chess
2: guy. So, yeah but I, I go in and out of phases i love chess and you'll probably understand yeah. names like magnus carlson sure. oh yeah or you know like uh gotham chess you know yeah Lenny that's Rossum. the guy i love that guy yeah or you know that's like my a, dude i love you i love uh levy yeah yeah, yeah. or uh, you know the botez sisters you know yeah. like Alex- mm-hmm. yeah so i know a you fe- know
0: i know a few that's i'm uh, you're almost at the end uh hikaru i know that yeah, guy hikaru. That's, yeah uh, that's about it hikaru nakamura <laughs> i don't, I don't so, know anybody in chess I got uh, but uh pretty short list of of famous chess players that i'm actually aware of so
2: as far as shooters go like for instance like the most famous the most famous shooter that is probably known to man right uh the most famous shooter out there is probably going to be uh jerry metralick okay um so he shoots a lot of uspsa Mm -hmm. and you know if you ever think of the shooting sports where they have the big tricked out race guns where you know they have like a you know what's a race gun it's a gun that you race with. <laughs> it's like so a race car, but a fo- but a gun. So what? what it just got stripes on it. Yeah. What's tricking it out? It's it just me. <laughs> so so if you take like your average Glock, that's five hundred bucks. Yeah. All right, five hundred fifty dollars. Throw that away. Throw it in the trash. Everything's new. Get something that you're going to start with like a twenty eleven. Okay. And that baseline twenty eleven. What's it's it? Wait, cost what's twenty like, eleven? It's a nineteen eleven, but it's double stacked. Okay. So that baseline uh, twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Is is going to be about three or four thousand dollars.
3: Okay. Okay. What's the difference between the twenty eleven and the nineteen and the nine eleven? Uh, so the, the nineteen eleven so is single the, stack. The, so the handles the, the handles wider. The, yeah. The magazine
0: is wider. Yeah. And it can and it can hold uh, twice as many bullets. Yeah. Okay. Stack meaning
3: the width of the gun itself. The width of the magazine. Yeah. The
0: magazine.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the bullets and a single stack. If you if you load the uh, the bullets in the magazine, yeah. Then in a single stack gun it's going to just be a single stack of bullets. Yeah, okay. straight Like up one stacked on top of another, and it's not going to be any kind of deviation of, like, cross or anything like that. Okay. Now, a double stack is going to stack as one to the left, one to the right, one to the left, one to the right, one to the left, one to okay. the right. So and this allows it to ca- yeah, like faster? Yeah. You can just fit twice as many bullets in there. You okay. can fit more ammo. It's almost like, okay, if you're putting beers in your fridge, like in the door of your fridge, Yeah. Uh, you're usually probably going to be able to put like two stacks of beers, right? Right. Like your thinner fridge is like a let's say your mini cooler or something like that. It's only going to be a, a, single, a single stack. No,
3: so, I, I understand the reference. It's fine. Yeah. I'm uh I'm just just like okay. So besides the capacity of the magazines and the width of the gun, what makes it a race gun?
2: What makes it a race gun? Yeah. Um. So your general Glock is going to be really built towards economy and reliability. Okay. like that's just your general Glock and I'm I'm using that in a general term because right. most of these mm-hmm. other companies have something comparable right. Smith & Wesson, Ruger, you know, 6 Hour right. a lot of these other guys are going to have something very similar. Okay. Now, as far as your race guns are concerned, there's going to be certain tunings that you're going to your are more discerning, your more discriminating shooter are going to pay attention to. Like how good is the trigger? Mm-hmm. You know, like what is the cyclic rate? Uh, at which, you know, the slide will, will reciprocate. Okay. You know, like how quickly can I get those shots? How accurate is the barrel? Like what kind of grouping am I going to be able to get on a ransom rest out to 50 or 100 yards?
3: We'll say ransom rest.
2: A uh, ransom rest is a rest where, you know, you can place the gun inside this little... Basically yeah, it's it a, like a vise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it okay. holds the gun for you. And you can shoot the gun without any human input. Okay, okay, okay. So that way you can get some really, really accurate readings. Right. Uh not really so much how accurate you are with the gun, but how accurate the gun is just by itself, right. yeah. Out of the box. Yeah. So your more accurate guns, like in the three or four thousand price range. Yeah. Um, those are gonna be able to put hole on top of hole on top of hole at about at five hundred um I'm sorry, at uh, fifty yards. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm talking like, you know, if you hit a quarter if you put a quarter out there at twenty five yards, it should be able to hit like every shot inside of that quarter without touching any of the sides.
4: Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> the twenty
2: five yards. Like I'm talking like if you look out this window and there was a dude waving at you from across the street at the uh on the sidewalk. Right. That's how far it is. If he was holding up a quarter, you should then that push- gun ought to be able to hit the quarter without touching any of the sides of the quarter. That's crazy. And that's how <laughs> that's, that's how accurate it is. Now and so if you're doing, if you're, if you're working with something like that, you're probably still going to want to do some stuff with it. Right. Like you're going to add a magazine well to help you, you know, to help you feed magazines a lot sooner. Uh, you're going to want to add an optic to it. Uh, you're yeah, going to to. What
0: kind of a sight is, is standard for, uh, for competition shooting? Is it, is it red dot sights or, or what are you using?
2: Uh, optics are going to be really where the heat is. Yeah. Like uh, you're looking at red dots, uh, you know, you're. It might not necessarily be red, and it may not even necessarily be a dot. You can have multiple reticles. Right. So, yeah. but you know, your your optics, your pistol optics, are really going to be where you know everything is, uh, mainly because it's just a lot easier. Yeah. To 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 make hits with uh, optics than it is with iron sights.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know. So with iron sights, you got to center the front sight inside the rear sight, and that creates a sight uh, a sight yeah, alignment. Right. And then you put that on the target. And that creates a complete sight picture. Mm-hmm. And so doing that while you're basically running from position to position, you know, that's that's going to be kind of challenging. Yeah. Um, but but, but a, people do it.
3: But optics on top of the gun yeah. just... Do you have to dial in? Do you have to like? Yeah. Tune oh yeah, up? yeah. you
2: got to zero it just like you do a hunting rifle or anything okay. like that. Yeah. All right, for sure. And yeah, then you got to
3: and then you got to judge
0: how far the target is away, so, so that you can because because if it's if it's close, you're gonna aim high actually, right? If it's if, or no, if it's yeah yeah, if it's close, you're gonna aim a little bit high, and then if it's further away, you actually might be aiming under the under the target, right? Well, how do have a
2: bore when it comes down to pistol uh-huh. uh, pistol optics isn't really that big of a deal. Like you're uh, only gonna okay. be off. Yeah, uh, At the distances we're shooting at, yeah. you're only going to be off by like a quarter of an inch or a half an inch. Okay. So, you yeah. know, um, it's not really something – like if you're off, uh, if you miss with mm-hmm. the size of the targets that we have, uh, usually it's not going to have to do with your optics or anything like that. It's going to have to do with the shooter. Okay. So, like – As uh,
0: long as it's sighted in properly and, yeah, and, and, and and all that.
2: and that's really what you're paying for when you're getting these super expensive guns. You're paying for, you know, the extra performance of the gun – but sometimes what will happen is you kind of outshoot the lower, the lower style guns. Yeah. Like, for instance, you know, if I gave, if I gave Jerry Michalik a Glock 19, Yeah. he's not going to be happy with it, you know, <laughs> the, because, you know, first off, the ergonomics aren't going to fit his hand. Uh, the cyclic wreck is going to be a little slow. The, uh, the trigger is going to be garbage. It's going to feel crunchy to him. It's not going to feel as crisp, okay. like like a glass rod breaking. You know, that's really the kind of trigger press that, that he's going to be used to. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long trigger press how with many, a very forceful pounds? reset. How many pounds? Uh, probably five or six pounds. Five or six pounds.
3: Lock. Is that heavier than the t- traditional?
2: It's going to be way heavier. Like okay. uh, the type of gun that he would shoot in competition. Uh, really, that's going to be a little bit more like uh, maybe a pound and a quarter or two pounds. Wow. Yeah. So I'm talking this at the point <laughs> where you know, uh, the amount of force it takes for me to uh, to move this ring plate over that's about how much it would take to press the trigger on those got it now got it, got it. and that's just you know we're talking about just you the, know the most
3: trick but doesn't the trigger pull like affect how your hand moves like like your wrist direction you know what i'm saying like like any type of modification to your hand like even with like shooting a basketball or I would say. Either.
0: Yeah, I would think it can. Yeah, right. like, so a, like so, a super so heavy, so a super light, heavy
3: pull is
2: probably so, harder so doesn't to a aim. Light right. Trigger it's going to be harder because. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you have more travel and if you have a trigger that's heavier, what's mm-hmm. going to happen is your hand's going to have to move more, right? In order for you to, more, right? in order for it to engage. Yeah. And then the more movement that you put into the trigger press, the more it's going to move the gun. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, right.
3: so a lighter trigger pull would would, would behoove the marksman. Yeah. So, right. so I really you think
2: it's dangerous to have a, a
0: one pound trigger on your carry gun. Just you carry? It's So, yeah, just because it's, yeah, you're just, you're just, Absolutely. <laughs> you Absolutely, okay. you do not want, you don't want to have that in your pocket if, if, yeah.
2: if, even on guns that have like, you know, uh, uh, mechanical, uh, safety levers, mm-hmm. like a grip safety or a thumb safety, yeah. even a gun like that, uh, you still want like the bottom, the bottom edge is really kind of three pounds. Okay. Um, if it doesn't have any kind of mechanical safeties like a thumb safety or a grip safety, then the bottom edge is really kind of four pounds. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you did have something like a stock Glock that starts off at six pounds, right? Five and a half, six pounds, you can do work to it to where okay, you can trim that down to like three and a half or, or even three. And, but that's
3: just, and this is replacing the trigger itself, like you go into you go inside and break it down and replace the trigger. Or you can
2: you can do that, or you can send it off and have a gunsmith work on it for you. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I
3: accidentally I I didn't mean
0: to take the the trigger out on my uh, on my Smith and Wesson. I, I did. I, I had to put the whole thing back together. So <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to clean it out, but the, like yeah, I took the whole thing out and I was like, shit, I might as well just replace this fucking thing
4: at this point. Put I mean, something in. yeah.
0: Um, but so I, I actually like the trigger on my Smith and Wesson. I, I do want to replace the trigger on my um on my ten twenty two. It's just it just feels very like I yeah. don't know like like Fisher Price you know yeah. plasticky my first gun bullshit yeah. but um, it doesn't
2: feel nice you know like uh, it's probably got a long trigger pull I, I pretty
0: much like everything else about that gun except for the trigger honestly yeah so I I think I should I should replace it but um but yeah I I I would think that I I don't like having a gun that doesn't have a, a, a classic safety on it yeah I like. like- I like a bar safety, or you know something like like. Yeah. I, I don't like the, even the triggers or the or the the this squeeze grip style. That makes me very anxious. <laughs> yeah, and
2: I understand that logic too. You know, yeah. it took me a while because so uh, let's take let's going back to Smith and Lessons mm-hmm. and going back to Glocks and stuff like that. Uh, even though there's not an actual uh, thumb safety mm-hmm. or a grip safety there, you still have. At least three internal, you know, passive safeties that Mm -hmm. you don't even have to think about. There's a firing pin block in the slide. Mm -hmm. There's a drop safety in the frame. And then a lot of times there's going to be a safety right there on the trigger. Yeah. So what that means is I could throw a Glock out of this window and it could bounce down the street and it would never fire. Right. The only thing that's going to make it fire is if you press the trigger. Right. Now, it is, it does give people a little bit more of a, you know, a warm and fuzzy to have you know, a thumb safety, mm-hmm. um, particularly if you have triggers that are less than four pounds. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not really, a, I'm not someone that's going to bash people for having a, uh, you know, a thumb safety. Yeah. I'm, you know, I just, um, I'm just glad that you're, you're part of the second amendment to begin that's
0: with. That's what I, that's what I got <laughs> is one with the thumb safety. And that's what I got for my girl was, was one with the thumb safety just cause mm. that's what I'm comfortable with. And yeah. I, I want her to be comfortable too. So, yeah.
2: And I'm a little different. I'm not. I'm not particularly a person that's a fan of thumb safeties Mm -hmm. because if I end up in a situation where I'm rolling around in the ground, I may or may not actually get the type of grip Grip on my gun where you can flick where I can hit the safety. Yeah. So, but the thing is, like, that's a different role. Now, if I was, if I was, uh, you know, shooting a match, Mm -hmm. then I may want that better trigger, and that gun that's going to give me that better trigger might come with a mechanical safety. Gotcha. So
3: by default just for just for, yeah
2: if it it's, probably is if it's like,
0: just for competition shooting then yeah. you don't really care you can turn it off when you're ready to ready to shoot so that's right it's no big deal yeah no i, I feel you i got you yeah. i totally got you man
2: yeah yeah
3: have you won any awards or anything
2: you yeah won? there's there's some stuff yeah, yeah so what you got uh the latest the latest that i won was uh last year i went to arkansas state and i uh i won first place expert in carry optics uh, I beat out fourteen other experts and two masters, and so fucking prom- losers. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck pro- yeah, yeah, So they promoted me to master. How dare they step you're, on your uh, you're on un- the same range
1: as you, you're a master shooter?
2: So I am, yeah. I'm <laughs> a, a, a dweeb <laughs> trying to even step against you, bro. <laughs> trying, to, so, trying to bring it my fucking to the man. What Last the year, fuck, <laughs> Mister Miko? <laughs> Last year I went to Mississippi State and got third place expert, sixth place overall. Okay, and that was out of 170 shooters. Um. This year, nice. I went to no wait. This so what, year, what, what kind I went of competition
0: to, were those two events? What those what?
2: were IDPA matches. Yeah. Um. This year, I was a lot. I, I went really heavy in USPSA. Yeah. And USPSA ended up going to Tennessee State. Okay. And I took away. Uh, uh I was third place A class in carry optics. Nice. So that so, was pretty. So uh,
0: carry o- optics competition. What what's that
4: like? How,
2: what, yeah. So. That's uh, Those are optics where they're attached to the slot of the gun. Okay. okay. And what that means is because whenever you shoot a semi-auto, the slot is going to rock back and forth, Yep. Um, there's your sight's going to move a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really need your grip down in order for you to, you know, have a very repeatable sight picture. Mm-hmm. So, what you're really looking for is, all right, I got sights, trigger, sights, trigger, sights, trigger, Do you
3: trigger. bring your own weapon for these compositions? Yeah. You're, so, you have a race gun?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have some race guns. Yeah. What's um,
0: your race gun? What? what? So what, what brands?
2: Right now, I'm rocking Glocks, uh-huh. but it, for 2024, I'm going to be transitioning to Sig. Okay. So you know, uh, my race gun for Sig is going to be a uh, uh, it's a P320 X5 Legion. Okay. I have some history with that gun. Um, very familiar with the, uh, the the you know the uh, uh, the manual of arms. It's it's a fun gun to shoot. Mm-hmm. So and then also, I'm actually kind of transitioning away from Glocks for concealed carry. Oh, yeah. Moving over to a – I found a great deal on a a P229 Legion, Mm -hmm. and that's just a really comfortable, really fun gun to shoot. Yeah. So, but the th- the thing about it is, is, is double action, single action. Is
0: single that action. the same P as like the Walther frame, the P frame for Walther? No, not really. No, it's No, no, it's a different, it's a so different gun. Okay. SIG,
2: the way they do it, the way SIGs do it is, you know, every uh, every platform that they make that's a pistol, is going to start with the letter P. Okay. So okay. the P320, so P226. So the
0: 320 is the caliber. So that's, um but what, so what, you know, what kind of gun is it? Is it a big, is it a big gun?
2: Oh, uh, the, so my competition gun. Yeah. my match gun, my race gun, um, it's a big freaking gun. Yeah, dude. it's like a 1911 kind of uh, s- size. It's 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 a little bit bigger than a 1911. Yeah, bigger than that. So yeah. it's a it's a striker fire because okay. you know I once again I didn't really want to deal with you know thumb safeties or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but it still has internal safeties. Excuse me, um, but uh, it's it's based on a platform that has a polymer frame. Mm-hmm. But what they did was they infused tungsten. Okay. Into the Palmer, so it still has the flex of a palmer frame, but it it also has the weight, which is great for soaking up recoil, yeah, so cool it was really, really nice. there's a buddy of mine he made a drill called the uh the pudding patch, <laughs> where you know uh basically he'll send you out a patch if you can film yourself um shooting three shots on camera at ten yards, mm-hmm. and all three holes are touching yeah and the very first time in three years that I picked up that gun again and I took it out to the range and I shot it like once I got the, you know, the optics dialed in, once mm-hmm. I got it zeroed, I was like, okay, well let's try it. Let's try the putting patch drill. And at the very first attempt, I got it. <laughs> nice. So Jesus, it so, was like, so I, I cut you know, off
0: though. What finish w- telling us what, what, what's the competition like when, when you, when you're doing that?
2: So you may have some, uh, but generally you have a course of fire. Uh huh. Um, and uh, you're gonna have multiple of these courses of fire. They're gonna be random. They're gonna be you know everybody will shoot the same courses of fire, mm-hmm. but you're you're generally every time you shoot one of these courses, you're, you're probably never gonna see that course ever again. So, okay. but everyone has to shoot it, gotcha. and so what happens is you know, um, you'll have different positions where you can shoot these targets from, mm-hmm. and you'll have to you know. You can you need to move to these positions in order for you to shoot these targets. Yeah, but the t- the clock the clock is ticking the whole time. Yeah. So you know if um if I end up taking my time to get from one shooting position to another, or if I don't use good strategy, yeah, then I can lose time, and that can affect my score. Gotcha. So it's still a race to so, the finish. So you it's, know?
0: it's it's accuracy and time. Yeah. And you and you just got to hit each target one time.
2: Yeah, usually it takes two uh, two shots. Two shots. Okay. So, but uh, but yes, it's going to be a race to the finish. Yeah. And your accuracy is going to, you know, it's either going to benefit you or it's going to hurt you. Okay. So if you're if you're you know you could be super super duper fast. Yeah. But if you're throwing misses, uh huh, then you're not going to win. Yeah. You know, it's going to be the guy that is just a little bit slower than you, but he was super accurate with everything he shot. Gotcha.
3: He, he didn't miss. Right. Exactly.
2: Or maybe he just had better hits than you did. Yeah. You know where you may have gotten like little edge hits. Mm-hmm. He may have gotten really, really solid center hits. Wow! So, so it's like
0: a whole, it's like a whole equation. It's like a whole formula. It really like, kind of is. like speed and like accuracy. And it really is, and that's the together. that's the
2: difference between the two sports. Uh, USPSA, the practical shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really that that scoring is points divided by time. Okay. So you can score more points, but if I did it quicker, I'm going to beat you. Yeah. Um. And then also the uh, uh the other sport IDPA. It's really the concealed carry sport, okay. And you know, uh, the D in it stands for defensive, mm-hmm. and so that sport, it really, it really, uh, the scoring there is points plus time. So you just
0: stand around until somebody, and then they send somebody to jump out at you. <laughs> Well, like, no, no one's going to jump like, out of you. Uh,
2: but you do have some targets <laughs> that move, you know?
3: Oh, shit. <laughs> That's like the opening scene from, uh, one of the opening scenes from uh, Men in Black, where uh, <laughs> the aliens are just popping out on yeah. the left and the right. Yeah, yeah. He like, shoots oh, a, a little, little girl. girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, what's she doing by herself? You know? right. What's she doing in the hood? Right, right. right. This guy's working Wait, out. What's she got? Was <laughs> that, a calculus
0: book? That is way too advanced. Right. She's clueling with alien. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I love that scene. Yeah. yeah so um so for for the um optics um competition how much ground are you covering when as you're moving through these these targets and and stages Uh, each course of
2: fire is going to look like it might be half the size of this room okay um it may even be the full room yeah you know so you know as a matter of fact like uh when we go when we shoot indoor matches a lot of a lot of the courses of fire for the indoor matches, you could probably fit like two stages inside this room. Okay. So yeah, you know that's really what we're looking at. Yeah. Um, and then they're gonna they're gonna arrange it in a way that you basically have to work your way through the whole room, mm-hmm. and you know there's going to be stuff for you to shoot at the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. you know so, it's pretty uh, interesting.
3: So um, is it? Is there ever an instance where someone misses a target? Like, there's like so many that you can't. You just, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Like
2: as you get further in the sport, it becomes more and more rare. Mm-hmm. But when you first get started, it's very common for you to just straight up forget a target. Oh yeah, yeah. Because a lot of folks, and that's where the game, that's where the 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 gamership, the the gamesmanship, and the uh, the mindset go into it. Where you really got a game plan, how you're going to move through that stage, mm-hmm. and as you're moving through the stage. Uh, you have to develop the mental management skills in order for you to make sure that you you really want to run this stuff from your subconscious. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you don't really want to have to like think your way through the stage. You need yeah. to commit it to memory to where okay, right. I hit this, this wall. should just flow.
3: I hit this wall. I hit. I turn right. I hit this next yeah. wall. I turn left. I hit this next wall. I turn around. Go exactly. Back, right, right, right.
2: It's, it's like exactly. fucking
0: uh, like speed running a video game. Basically, you know, it's like yeah. a live video game. Really,
2: that's right. Like man. if you're going through Mario World Eight Two, you know you got to hit this jump right here. Right. You don't see it yet, but you know you got to hit it. Yeah. Right. So it's the same thing with competitive shooting. Yeah. It's like speed running, but with guns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like speed running a fucking video game, man. Hell
4: yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I gotta come check it out. Come hang out with you guys, man.
2: It's oh man, it- we love to have
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh,
2: what's what's your
0: place called? Top Shot.
2: That's right. Yeah. So we do a lot over at Top Gun Memphis. Top Gun. Um, and yeah. uh, that's uh, that's over in uh, it's it's pretty close to Bartlett. Um, okay. If you're on the forty and you get off on, going east. yeah. If you get off on Witten, you go north, mm-hmm. and uh, it's right over next to, right next to Hadley's Pub. Okay. Um, also, uh, a lot of our matches happen at TWRA Bartlett. If you're looking that's, to get, I your, go shoot, I go shoot there a good bit. I like yeah, that place. That's where you get your hundred safety license. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. I did the online course, but I was gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. They canceled the the October court classes, so I couldn't go. So. If you know, if you know whoever runs that, tell them that I was very dis- I was distraught because <laughs> I wanted to take classes in person, but I did it online. Damn. Yeah, but that's where they sighted my rifle in for me there. Oh, right on. Yeah, they, okay. they took care of me. They they did it. Yeah, uh, did. we have
2: matches there on Wednesdays uh, every first, third, and fifth Wednesday night. Okay. Yeah, we usually start shooting at around six. Hell yeah! So and so, uh, this is really just kind of a, a nice little match where mm-hmm. you can go there after work. Bring yeah. the stuff that you carry. Yeah, and you know uh, we'll just have a good time and shoot. That's awesome. And then um, most of the weekend matches happen at MSSA. It's mm-hmm. out there in Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Like if okay. you get off on uh, you get off on I forty, you get off on Canada Road,
1: and yeah. you head north.
0: I think I saw uh, that's. It's like a private club,
2: though, right? That place. It is, but uh-huh. you can shoot the matches without you can do being a matches. member. the matches? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. The cost for shooting the matches, if you're a member, is thirteen dollars, but if you're not a member, is sixteen dollars. Oh. so not, it's still not super cheap. Deal. Yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. And it usually goes every Saturday. Um, we even let you shoot twenty twos. Nice, so, nice. So it's pretty fun. Hell yeah!
0: Hell man. yeah! We'll I have to use my girlfriend's uh little pink 22 i got it. yeah bring it the one with the pink handle pink, pink, pink. <laughs> yeah. it's actually uh, it's purple it's it's uh it's oh, lilac dude. it's fuchsia it's a lilac go. ruger 22 that i Lavender. got from my, la- my lady my lady <laughs> she was like i want a gun i was like i was like cool let's uh just start like nerding out on her she's like i want it to be purple <laughs> yes like her one condition yeah. Yeah. so it's, yeah. Of it's,
3: yeah it's girls see guns as accessories <laughs> so they gotta be cute yeah of course <laughs> it is
0: Alrighty, well, we did it, man. Hell yeah! Thank you so much for joining us, man. Oh wow, yeah, man, this flew by. Yeah, yeah this it's was fun.
3: amazing. It's, it's a fun time if you just you know, <laughs> you know, just it's do it.
0: Super fun time. We'll have to have you back, and uh, we'll have to come shoot with you also. I'd, I'd love to have you, man. Yes, this please. will be
3: awesome. Please, 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 well, so, yeah. Johnny. All right, well, uh, <clears throat> this has been another presentation of the universe's greatest podcast. I've been. Your host John Miller, it's my boy Mr. Charlie Reifenberger, and our, our 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 wonderful guest Mr. Mikos. Thank you so much, brother. Oh man, Hell thanks yeah. for having me. Hell yeah, thanks for having me, guys. And, and, uh, and as always, via Vaya Via
0: cundios, everybody.
1: <laughs> I'll catch you on the flip side.